the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. You know, unanimous like five rounds to none, right? Well, he, got, he dropped him one, one round. No way. <clears throat> it was, it been, I mean, it probably was unanimous. The score cards were bad, I thought. But probably were. But I mean. Maybe 49, 46, something like that. Just, I mean, there there is a, something to be said hmm. for, like, they score wrestling really heavy, heavily. True. I mean, I, I get that. But I'm just saying, you know, man, come on. It wasn't a fight to the death. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a fight to the death. All I'm saying is, if me and you got for real beef, okay, and you're talking about my kids, you, you you've, you've betrayed me. You betrayed my family. You betrayed my gym, my gym family, and we got beef like that. I'm gonna bust your teeth out. You ain't looking. Did he go? Did they just happen to meet up? Like, did they were they at the same spot? Like, coincidentally, or did he go looking for us? He, I think he went looking for us. Really? I believe he heard. He heard through the grapevine that Covington was at the steakhouse in town, and then he went to him. So he don't live there. Covington doesn't live in. I don't know. I don't know where Covington lives. They used to because they were training partners at ATT in Coconut Creek, which is just north of Miami. Right. I, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I kind of think it's stupid the fact that, you know he got all that all those charges. He what? got a lot of and charges. Co- Covington pressed the charges. Of and I kind of think that's like some that's kind of bitch made. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of bitch made to me. It is. You know, like you like y'all men, y'all fighters. But at the same time, you just smash this dude now. He comes up and like and punches, punches you in a restaurant. It's kind of right. like okay, dude, I just I just smashed you, bro. Right. Why are you punching me? At? You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. And here's the I mean, thing I can too: see both sides, like actually. like Covington. I think Covington is just trying to sell fights. Right. Yeah. I don't think Kobe Covington is like he's like Conor McGregor esque when it comes to talking. Right. Shit or, or even Chael Sonnen. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you got to understand, like, not everybody's going to be down with that. No. And you got to be willing to like accept the the repercussions of you doing that. Right. Especially and, when you smash somebody after the fight. I you mean, know, that's kind of that's got to suck. Like, right. Okay, I talked all this trash and then I beat you. Right. I could see where you would be pissed. And we were like, you're supposed to be my brother. Right. We're supposed to be boys. Well, like, how long before all this transpired did they stop being friends? You know I, don't know, I, mean? I don't know exactly. I wonder if it was like I know there's been I followed it. I don't remember I don't know exactly what the timeline is, but I followed it for a little while with Kobe Compton leaving the American Top Team. And um they're sort of sorta of, and then him calling out Dustin Poirier after the fight. To me he's a little classless too, you know, calling the Louisiana Swamp Trash. Dude is classless. Who? Covington? Covington's definitely he, Yeah, he's definitely he's just a he classless. He has no dude. class, but he's he's there for entertainment purposes. He's only. he's an entertaining fighter. You know, I just he's a good fighter and he's an entertaining yeah, fighter. So is. it's kinda like Nah, he's doing his job. He's selling tickets. He's making more fights. Whatever. So, like the business side of that, I can understand. Like he's good for business. Yeah, absolutely. But as far as like afterwards, I just think he's a bad. I think he might be a bad person. To me, it goes back to Khabib and Connor, kind of similar. You know what I'm saying? Like there was no freaking point in all that crap. It was dope. I like to watch it. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it definitely drew uh, entertainment. Yeah. It made me want to watch it. It made me want to watch like anything. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, when the drama Violent. is real. It makes you want to watch it. Oh hell yeah! When the drama is legitimate, you want to watch it. You want it's something you want to see. Oh yeah! You want to see real drama. Look, we love real drama in this country. Well, so, in my opinion, there's no reason that somebody jumped the cage and smoked Connor after he just got destroyed. Well, he didn't jump the cage and smoke Connor. He smoked his thing. Uh, Connor got smoked in the ring. He got punched. oh baby in the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah he did. Get, somebody, yeah, but, but Khabib jumped over the cage. Yeah, and jumped yeah. No, on that was scene. fine. That was yeah. fine. Those are the kind of fights I like when they when they, when they get in the ring. They're like touch gloves, and you can just feel the tension. They're like, no, I ain't yeah. touching your gloves, homeboy. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that Khabib went after the team is like that team. He didn't get to beat them up yet. He already beat up Connor. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Masvidal doing it to Kobe Covington, it's like. I, I, I would do I would have done it. Did too. they fight? So yeah. Did he sucker punch him and, and run, or did they? Did I don't they know. After I, that? I really don't know what happened after that. I've been pissed. There I is a video. I hadn't re- I hadn't read about. about I just saw the headline. I haven't read about punch. I believe so. Yeah, or at least after the fact. Like, I know there's a video of like I, I don't I, maybe Joe Rogan talking to him or somebody. No, Ariel Hawani's a. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't like him. Well, they were talking in uh, Masvidal. I don't know. This was years ago when he had short hair. He had the fade. Yeah, talking about he's one of the best sucker punchers in Miami. I'm with it, dude. Look, we were talking about this. We were talking about this before the broadcast started. Anybody that's like super anti sucker punching has probably never been in like a lot of real fights. There it is, right there. I'm known for you know my, what I mean? I'm known for sucker yeah. punches. 
you know, I am too, though. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I have caught a bunch of dudes slipping in my time, and I don't regret it. Because here's the thing. When I was younger, I used to be against all that. When I was in my, like, mid-teens, like 16, 17, like 15, 16, 17, I was like, man, I ain't going to sucker punch you, and we ain't going to jump you. We're going to handle it head oh, up. Hell with and, that. We're bruh, jumping you. And nobody else is playing by those rules. No. Nobody else does that. <laughs> like, nobody else is going to let you go heads up. Nobody's going to let y'all go outside and handle it like two men. No. Nobody's going to not pull weapons. And if I have a fork, it's going in your kidney. Everybody pulls you know weapons. Right everybody jumps, and everybody sucker punches. For sure. So, like, I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, let's meet up and me and you fight, bro. No, yeah, I'm man, not. I'm not. In you either get brass jumped, and stuff. you either get jumped or probably shot or something. Bro, I'll bad. tell you. I'll tell you a real story. What happened to me a couple times? There was a couple times when I was younger. I would call. I, like I would be supposed to fight somebody, and we're like, all right, we're gonna meet up and fight. We're gonna meet up and fight. Mm-hmm. And I'd show up, and they'd have like 40, 50 people with them. Oh yeah, 40, 50 people. And like I would hear through the grapevine, like, oh yeah, we're not gonna fight heads up with him. We're gonna we're gonna as soon as one two punches are landed, we're all gonna jump him. You know what I mean? And there's been times like. I either ended up not fighting because, like, I knew that, and they had 40, 50 people, and it'd be like me and my two homeboys. Do they realize how hard it would be to get 40, 50 people to get a lick in? They'd have to take turns, man. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be, like, piled up by, like, maybe eight. They'd have to the take turns. 42 <laughs> are literally hitting line. the back of their friends. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to, they'd have to take turns. It's severe overkill. There was one time, there was, like, 90. Severe I've overkill, had 90 people bro. show up to fight me before. Yeah, I'm not fighting What if you just don't line up? I, I showed up with, like, 15 or 20. What if you just don't show up line, with 90? Up, line up? Line up. I'm going to go with y'all one at a time. How many do you think you took out before you got tired? Brass knuckles or no? I yeah. did have a pair of brass knuckles in my pocket. In okay, okay. Talking about. With brass knuckles, line and up. And they don't have brass knuckles? Sure. Six. At that age. Before you got tired? Five. Well, I mean, I'm taking damage, too. Like They're going to get some licks in, too. And I'd say at the most five, honestly. Right. Depending on the athleticism and the, like who it is. Like, if they're a bunch of like little skinny. What about today, if you line them up? Nine. I'd take all 90 of them. Really? <laughs> brass knuckles, today? I'd take all 90 of them. No kidding. Line them up, baby. That's fair. Line them up. All people that don't train, high school kids, sure. Not, line them up. <laughs> seven year olds, I don't give a shit. Uh, seven year olds, do. how many do I got to take out? A thousand. And, but one at a time. Yeah. Are they like seeing me take out the other seven year olds? Yeah. They're not gonna do <laughs> They're it. They're watching. Okay. The second seven year old I take out. Fair. The second seven year old I take out, the other seven year olds are gonna run. Same thing with high school kids. Like splattered like watermelon. If, if, if it's one, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust one heads open like a grape, and then the rest are not gonna want no more. Like, no, I'm not, I don't want that. That's true. With other yeah, they're, kids not, they're gonna see it. And be like, now it no. depends on what level of high school kids you're talking about, though, because there's different types of high school kids. Are oh, we yeah. talking like high school kids that grew up fighting their whole lives and they're like my size and like grew up in the streets and their dad was a professional boxer? Yeah, those. that's different. What about those? How many? Twelve, ten, ten? Okay. I think I could say, if I got brass knuckles and they don't, maybe more. But you know, the brass knuckles are hard on your hand. You ever punch oh, yeah, somebody holding brass knuckles? They hurt. It hurts to punch somebody with brass knuckles on. But you only got to land one good shot. You only got to if I just if I can land one clean shot with brass knuckles on. You're probably going down. That might die with your hands. You know, if not on the first one, you get hurt on that second one. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably taking you out on the first one. I feel like Golly. I feel like one one solid one solid clean punch with some brass knuckles on. Yeah, you know, there, there ain't a whole lot of folks gonna keep going after that. You know, but that being said, at that age, not that many. I mean, I was I didn't really know how to fight. I thought I did, but after that, after those experiences when I was younger, I'm just like, man, I'm gonna wait for homie to walk out of the gas station. I'm just gonna sucker punch him and he's walking out. And me and my three friends are gonna stomp him, and we're gonna run off. And you can say that's like bitch shit or punk all you stuff all you want, but like until you're in these situations where mm-hmm. you're always so outnumbered and so outgunned, and you're getting guns pulled out on you, and knives pulled out on you, and and surrounded and jumped, and you're just like, man, it gets old. It kind of yeah. looked like the screen right there. You know, we told him, hey, I'm gonna fight that guy in the middle. And just wanted to sign bring him in. Show up, and all those guys in the background were there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a boom, perfect, perfect. Now they're all jumping me. They're going to try all nine of them. All of them. Or 90 of them or whatever. I'm not going to take any of them out, probably. 
You get one. I might catch one I on the way in. One. On the way in, I might catch one. <laughs> I did in this particular fight where the ninety people showed up. Though, I, I had a had a had a like a Carhartt type ja- off brand Carhartt jacket on mm-hmm. and some uh, work pants, and I had a pair of brass knuckles in my coat pocket, and I had my hand in my pocket holding on to them brass knuckles, just waiting on one of them to finally waiting on it to pop off. They'll help you, but like you said, they'll, they'll do a number yeah, on your hand too. These were fat boys, so they had a flat bar instead of the instead of that big bar that sticks out. Gap. It, didn't it, have gap it wasn't no gap in it, so you could like you could close your hand all the way around the fat boys. They were about J wide, and they had a flat bar that you just wrapped your hand around, and they were real wide. They wasn't like the little thin ones; they, mm-hmm. they were real wide on your, on your knuckles, so they didn't hurt as bad to hit with. But mm-hmm. I never I never caught anybody clean with a pair of those. So. I wonder if your hands fit if they're fitted to your hands, if they would hurt as much. You know what I'm saying? Know. Where there's not room for them to. I think it still would. After I mean, probably. Yeah. I mean, you got to think you're holding a piece of steel in your hand, in like an awkward position, and it's like ramming in, like you're punching hard, just ramming into your into your hand. You know, it's gonna hurt. It just it doesn't feel good for sure. I mean, I've never, I've never, I've never the big fat boys. I never landed a clean shot with one of those. But no. Uh-uh. What about the small ones? I have hit somebody with the small ones before. Did they die? No, I, I didn't hit them. I, I think. Have you ever been hit with Brazil? I've never been hit with Brazil. Um, that would suck. That would suck bad. I think uh, I pulled my punch. The one, the time that I did hit somebody with a pair, I think I was scared of killing them, and I didn't really throw it a hundred percent. I just kind of popped them with it, but it was over. I mean, that was it. That, that did it. Yeah, that was in the that was that was all the fight there was. Because you could you kill something. if you throw a one hundred percent full blown straight overhand right with them brass knuckles. I thought I killed somebody with a, with some regular strikes without brass knuckles before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, probably, yeah. I thought I killed Chuck that night. Oh, I mean that guy that I got in a fight with. We're live right now. I can't edit that out. So. Yeah, so I thought I did. You know what I'm talking about, though? He got into a real fight with Chuck Norris and thought he killed Liddell. him. Liddell. Chuck Liddell Norris and thought he killed him. <laughs> but no, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. I hit, I hit him with an elbow, and his head hit the back of the bar as he fell. And when he went down, his eyes were open, and I couldn't tell he was breathing. And uh, Dang. I was like, oh, snap. Hey, Mo, edit that out. We can't. <laughs> it's live. It's live, player. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. It's live. Hey, Mo, can we edit downside of downside. Normally, this story would have got edited out in post when I before I, before I sent it out on Monday. This story would have got edited out, but here we are. You know but that person seen it. We got yeah. There was three on here when I started. So it's a good amount. Funny story. Part about that story. It was really really funny. Um, I know y'all probably heard this story before, but I hit this dude. It was one of the most scared I was after hitting somebody because I was a little bit older. I was in my early twenties when this happened. He hits his head on the bar, and he slides under the bar. His eyes are wide open, blood's just pouring out of his mouth. And I'm like, I got to go. So I, I go to leave, and they, like, make a way for me to walk out. And I meet the bouncers as I'm walking out. They're walking, and we make eye contact, but I keep walking. And this uh, this lady, before I think it was before I met the bouncers, this lady was like, somebody stop him. Somebody stop him. Like, he's, he needs to go to jail. Somebody stop him. And I hear a voice behind me, and it was uh, somebody said, don't worry, I got him. I got him. And I turn around, and I said, who the got me? And it was Canyon. He goes, it's me, homie. Run, 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 run. It's me. It's me. Run, run, run. And so I just take off running. And uh, he follows me out, and we left. And, smart uh, guy. Yeah. He was like, I, it was smart on his part. It was very smart. He was like, don't worry. I got him, y'all. Y'all all just wait here. I'm going to go get him. That's a homeboy. And I turn around. I said, who's got me? He's like, it's me. Go, 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 go. It's me. It's me. Just run. So, get it. What's funny was we had like eight people ride with us that night. And only three of us left. <laughs> Did you leave them there? And we left them there. Look, okay, homie, you, ain't, you got to ride. When stuff pops off, you got to go. You got to be ready. Like, you got to be ready to go. So, funny thing is, we hadn't been in, the, in that bar for more than four minutes, three minutes. That's how fast stuff can pop we off. We walked in the door, and this is why you don't listen to Lil John and these side boys and Pastor Troy <laughs> riding to the club. Every time, though. Yeah, but no, nah, this was different. We was, it's all, like Sometimes we listen to Crow Lil music Wayne plays or, a big part in all that. Yeah, I, we were the whole way up there, we are listening to Roy Jones Jr., 
Pastor Troy. Like they literally say, well, let's go, let's go. Um, say war, let's go. Let's go fight somebody. Yeah, and I remember on my way to the bar that night, I was like, man, I hope somebody does start something for me tonight. So <laughs> I, I wish like, a mother would. I wish somebody like, would. Really? And somebody did. Because you've already got really? that mentality. No, I did. In. I was happy. I, you know, I used to always ask, do you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. It's like, God damn We did man. want somebody to. And so we get there, and about four minutes in, it pops off, and me, Joe, and Canyon were the only ones that ran. Everybody else stayed there. So they took us back, and I'm freaking out on the way home, they man. They probably I'm, had a wonderful time. I'm probably. Well, the, the, yeah. the cops and the ambulance show, and the fire department showed up and shut that bar down. Because they had to pick because up the teeth, teeth off the floor? Yeah, from that incident. Really? Yeah, they wow. shut it down. They shut the place down. Forever? No, just for that night. Oh, you did that again after that, didn't you? Um, no, I didn't go back in after that. Not in there. Not now, never? I've been in once or twice since then. Bay, right? Yeah. Oh, so you killed all the mother dudes before that, huh? Yeah. Okay. Same place. Yeah, but just different. That was, that was, that was. Outside, so it didn't count? I guess. And it wasn't as bad. Really? Because, like, all right, Canyon and Joe took me home and dropped me off. And we're, we all go inside, and we're talking, and we're like, oh, man, this is crazy. Like, everybody knows it was me. Everybody up there knows me. The guy that I knocked out knew me. Like, there's no way I'm not going to jail for this, right? There's no way I'm not going to jail. And so I'm like, man, I need to run. I was like, and I don't know if he's dead or alive because Canyon pulled him out from under the bar and kind of slapped him a few times, and he started snoring. So we knew he was breathing when we left because if you're snoring, you're breathing. If you're breathing, you're alive. And um, I think I don't, I'm not a doctor. Don't <laughs> I like take, your logic. Don't take my word yeah. for it. No, that's, 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 that's the way I see it. Sound logical. That's advice. the way I see it. If you're snoring, you're breathing. If you're breathing, you're alive. So Maybe he takes me did. back to the house, and he's like, I was like, man, that was crazy. I was like, y'all think I need to leave town? Like, should I run? Like, what's like, what should I do here? Straight and Joe's like, do you want a Xanax? And I was like, uh, nah, don't worry about it. So I turned down the Xanax. I don't know why I remember Joe offering me a Xanax. But probably because your Xanax. adrenaline was like probably. Yeah, you, I think I probably needed a Xanax. Honestly. You probably were, but you are probably. Yeah, I was, I was tense. I was like sex when you're camping. Intense. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all don't change the channel. Y'all please stay with us for a little bit longer. So um, they go back to pick up everybody that we left. And the, the, the bouncers were cool. Um. They knew who I was. They knew what happened. We actually talked to them before I left. And uh, nobody snitched on me that I know of. Nobody told the cops who it was, including the guy that I hit. So shout out. Um, Chuck Norris. Sh- shout out Chuck Norris. Um, but they go back and buy the – so, like, they drove from Tampico Bay to Joe's house off Tabernacle, which is a good 15-minute drive. They go – they drive, we, they come bring me home and go back. So we're talking about 30, 40 minutes of driving and talking time at least. And he's just now coming awake. He's just now coming back to and starting to like they're trying to get him up out the floor. He's like flopped down. His eyes are still half rolled back. Blood's still all over him. He's like he's still doesn't really know where he's at or what's going on. And uh, you knock teeth out or false teeth out? I don't know. I don't know. I heard. I, I remember something that looked like a tooth hit in my arm when I threw the elbow. I don't know that for an absolute fact. I've heard people both tell me that I did and that I didn't that knew him. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if, if any teeth actually left the mouth or not that night. The, the allegedly, I knocked his front teeth out. But they could have been fake teeth could already. Could have been fake teeth means, already. No, his teeth are fine, but he would have got them fixed. Right. Yeah. Very good possibility they were fake teeth. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, – then we, we, we loaded up everybody and we, because the bar shut down and it was our fault. We invited everybody back to our house for a party, and then there was almost like four fights at the party because, you know, everybody's amped up. Mm. There's already been one fight. We got away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like once it kind of starts popping off, it just kind of tends to – it's like a snowball effect. Who else? And uh, Some of the homies tried to fight that night? Yeah, the big one I remember was uh, – Oh, they came after y'all? Some of his friends came after y'all? No, 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 no. No, not, not on that. No, I mean, we threw a party back at the house. And just different people were – And it was just like, oh, yeah, okay. different people at the house starting to get in fights because it wasn't all just people in our clique. The biggest thing was Brittany brought a, a dude back from another party that she was at. 
John Arbuckle guy? Oh, no, 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 no. And then I never saw – this was the only night I ever saw this guy. And then her brother was out with us that night. Okay. So her brother was trying to fight that dude because, you know, his little sister brought his boy home. And so he's, like, looking for a reason to fight that dude. And that gave everybody else in the in the house, like, they felt that minute it was okay for them to sucker punch this dude. So they were all, like – like what's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's good, bro? Everybody sucker punches. No, no, no. Nobody actually ended up hitting him because we kept it. We kept it calm down because it was like, come on, y'all. He's he's with Brittany. Yeah, y'all, y'all need to chill, you know. But at the same time, if Trey does it, it's his little sister. It's so like, it's different. Like I ain't gonna stop Trey. So, like, kind of different. Like it's his little sister. Like he, you know, man, it's hard to, when fights in the air, man. It's hard to stop it, bro. Once, once you get a bunch of dudes around each other and we start like getting it, like getting the head busting mode. Yes, yeah, it's, it's tough to it's tough to get us out of that mode for yeah. sure, for sure. It uh. You be starting it though. You be starting. Not always. You be starting. <laughs> Not always. Sometimes I had been starting it. Sometimes it was you. Sometimes it was you. Honestly, I like to say you like to start and finish it, but I guess I started and you finish it. Not really. I mean, there was time. Like honestly, you you started. Not as many as I did. It's <laughs> yeah. like when you have like seven Timberwolves behind you. You know, yeah, I mean, you know one, nothing's gonna happen to you. I think that's one of the main reasons we got into as many fights as we did because everybody we hung out with felt that way. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad. It's a bad way to feel. Yeah, everybody around us felt that way. I remember. I remember uh, like Hunter Myers saying that. You remember Hunter? Yeah. Hunter Myers said that one night. He was like, "Dude, when I'm with you guys, I just feel untouchable." You know what I mean? Like I just feel like I can say anything I want to anybody, and y'all got my back. And I'm literally, like, literally back then you could. Not, I mean, we wasn't that bad. I could literally do what the hell. There was a lot I of wanted. folks we didn't want no smoke with, though. Like that's all I'm saying. Like we we believe. <laughs> yeah, but we I didn't know who those folks were, and yeah. I wholeheartedly believe. Like if I started shit, y'all gave the smoke no matter what. Well, yeah, we were going to, and it's crazy because like I didn't know anybody. You knew us. That's all I knew. Think about it. If it wasn't somebody from work, how long had I been here? Yeah, just I hadn't been years. here long, so I didn't know anybody. Their reputation, what they could do, capable of, any of that stuff, and it's like. I got these homies, man. They're all large and they're all mean and they like to fight. And I don't even, I like to drink and talk trash. So I'm going to get drunk and talk trash and nobody's going to do anything about it. That's how I feel. It's a good feeling going out and knowing you got some insurance. You know, I won't go out now for that reason because I don't feel that way anymore. Right, yeah. Because we used to roll out, you know, 10, 15, 20 deep and there'd be nine, 10 headbusters in the group. Mm -hmm. You know, headbusters. Like, like any one of them, you don't want to catch one on one. I bet you right. like that a tribe, don't you? You know what I mean? You beat your tribe. Yeah, them? a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I'll go out and it's like yeah, that is honestly that's probably I'm more. But but all those dudes, like most of them, are very professional. Oh yeah. Like they're not really bad about it like that. Like a couple of them probably are, but most of them, they're you know they're going to de- de-escalate. Most of those real badasses like that, they're going to de- like we were young and full of cum and vinegar and just. It'd be nice if you just had a bunch of masvidals though. You know, but, <laughs> and there's awesome. a couple that I think would, would go off, but like in terms of like groups of people that I've been out with. Your group's the worst. That group probably could have ta- would have definitely taken us back in the day. What group? Like when I go out with Tribe, sure, like, oh, like those guys, if I got to fight with us from high school, or like mm. right out, yeah, for sure. Because it's like of course. several like professional high-level MMA fighters, and, you know, like they're all like my size. Like several more like my size now. and you know, It's crazy, though. But it, it is they're fun, all just though. super nice, like, if you just, respectful guys. Like since you were the wolf, I just don't know that you knew the feeling that I had. It was just like. No, I, I didn't, but I do because, like I say, like, I, now? I won't go. But it was I just, will not go out now for that reason. It's like, like right, yeah. I tell it's, you how bad it was. Me and Jake was in New Orleans one time. Oh my god! And I was just throwed, dude. dude you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> and I still <laughs> had my wolf, my one little baby wolf. One and I'm in wolf. New Orleans acting a fool, a fool, a stupid ass fool, a fool. And I'm just like, well, who's gonna do anything? You're here, and he's like, bro, there's twenty of them. Yeah, he, there was he, twenty. He of really them. pulled me in an alley. Yeah. He pulled me. Oh, in you tried an to throw down? Yes. Oh, he man. was screaming oh, yeah. at these guys. Huge dudes too. There was like, I mean, they didn't look like they were that bad. No. I'm gonna be honest with you. One on one, none of them were scary. No, but there was like twenty of them, and they were all drunk and angry. 
You know oh, what I mean? Like, like they were they were ready to fight. And Tyler, like, we're walking. Don't tell the whole story. Tyler, no, I'm not gonna tell the whole story. No, <laughs> okay. Tyler yells something, like, and then they yell it back at Tyler, trying to be kind of funny. And then I got mad about. And it. And Tyler was like, "What you gonna do, you pussy?" Like, like, just start <laughs> screaming <laughs> at the, these dudes. Like, out. "What's up though? What's up though? Y'all want something? What's up?" And I'm like, "Bro, I was like, y'all, he's super messed up. Y'all, y'all leave him alone. Like, chill." And they're like, "What's good then? What's good?" And I'm grabbing him and pulling him off. You know, in the alley, and I'm, yeah, I'm like pull, Tyler. Pulled me in an alley, though, like in an alley, alley in New Orleans. Yeah, like, I was there like, could have been homeless, like crackhead murderers in this alley. And nah, it was on the strip. We were right still, there on Bourbon Street. Still, it's an alley, bro. In I mean, New Orleans. Yeah, but I mean, we were right on Bourbon Street. Damn. But I was just like, he was so mad though. He was like trying to fight everybody. Looking back behind, he was trying him. to fight everybody on Bourbon Street that night. I was like, oh, oh, you won't smoke, you won't smoke, Jake. Get him. No, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright let me try somebody you, else Let's you, walk a little way You were real messed up though Oh yeah I was, You were, you were I was real messed up I'll just tell you how trash I was I was putting Klonopin in my hurricane Yeah we talked about this I think what you have Like 19 Klonopins Jesus Christ A lot It was a lot On yeah. top of a lot of liquor A lot of liquor And I was just dropping Klonopin in each hurricane You know the hurricanes Are like this huge So yeah. at least I had four or five of those I was at home in bed By like 1030 Cause we didn't have a choice Yeah I was just trash <laughs> Cause everybody there Was just And I, I woke up I woke up and smelled Like New Orleans Yeah how Yeah it does smell good down there That place smells like Farts it's crazy. <laughs> it's a bad smell. Enjoy listening. Okay. Um, it says, do you have a schedule for the episodes, or is it just will, all willy-nilly? Mad love for you guys. I really do enjoy listening and occasionally laughing. Um, from What does that mean, willy-nilly? Um, it's a little bit of both, honestly. So normally, I have uh, like an outline sort of of like things that I want to talk about, usually anywhere from like one to, to five subjects. And then uh, we get to started talking. It's a rabbit hole. And almost nothing that we've talked about on this episode was on the schedule. The only thing that was on the schedule we were going to talk about was Mazadal versus Covington. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't have like a, like, a, like a strict schedule. Just sort of an idea more, going into each other. Saturday at 4. Like a time frame? Oh, Saturday okay. at 4. Oh, yeah, Saturday at 4 is the, is the, the schedule. Last, um, last Saturday we were at fight, so we Yeah, we, we had to cancel last Saturday. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't be here. Which we had two guys fight. Did outstanding, I thought. Yeah, honestly, man. Uh, could we, we could we pull up the highlights from that? Is, is that possible? Where are you going, bro? He's got to go pee. So yeah, we had we had uh, Justin Petey Robinson fight. He uh, he had a good fight, man. It was it was, uh, it was a battle. It was a good fight, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good fight. And then you know Austin Pearson won his fight. So um, you don't have to pull that up. It just thought it'd be talking about uh, Petey's fight though. Um, Trying to go for that rolling knee bar into the uh, it was sick. It was super sick. It was so sick. I hope I was I, hoping he'd get it. I wish, yeah, I wish he'd have finished that. Had he finished a rolling knee bar, finishing with like had he had he pummeled his feet to the inside and got to like a four eleven position and finished with the inside heel hook, that would have been the coolest submission in an amateur MMA fight in the heavyweight in, in a while, like for sure. Yeah, it's for sure one of the coolest ones in a while. Those dudes were slinging though. If you can't if you can't pull it up, don't worry about it because I'm only looking for highlights. I'm not really looking for the whole. That's that's all I'm looking forward to. It's just. Well, the only highlight you're going to find is going to be on our page, not Summit Fightings. They're not going to post a highlight. So if we don't have a highlight that we can pull up on ours, I wouldn't. Uh, um, but yeah, so but yeah, Saturdays at four when we don't have fights. Sometimes if we do have fights, we will uh, we'll move it and go to uh, we'll do a Sunday. But we couldn't, we didn't have the time uh, this last Sunday. So yeah, but no, it was a uh, it was it was a good it was a good good night of fights, man. Petey, that was a tough fight, man, because he. I kind of thought – I remember going in and telling him in between the rounds, like, you know, all right, you're you're one and one right now. Mm-hmm. And he's back. Oh, there, here we go, right here. Um, so is this on the show now too or no? Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pull it up and put it on the – Like it's going to be double screen or split screen? How's or? this going to work, Mo? How's this work, Mo? 
So if you're and if you're watching this at home, let us know because we're still learning how to use all of our technology. We're we're amateurs still at this. Amateurs. It's um, amateur hour. I, I went in the corner and I kind of messed up and I kind of t- implied to Petey that he was one and one on the scorecard at the end of the second round, and I wasn't sure if that was the case or not. I should have like more expressed the need to finish the fight than I did. I don't feel like I did a good enough job expressing the need to finish. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So. I didn't, I didn't think he was wrong because I, I felt it was one-on-one. And, well, then I went back and looked, and when it didn't come out that it was one-on-one, they gave Vandy the first two rounds. I don't really necessarily disagree with that either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Whoa, is that Don Fry and Sakamoto or whatever? That's, that's what I'm saying. They were slinging. They were throwing. Oh, you know, crap. Pull it up, Mo. I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. They, uh, yeah, they were throwing some hammers on each other. Sorry, just took me a second. I got it. I got it. There's no sound for it. We're just watching the video, though. Okay. Is it, this is the start of the fight? No, this is like mid of the first round or second round. There it goes right there. Is this a, what you're talking about? Uh, got him. Tap him right here? No. He loses this one? Yeah, he loses the decision. Oh. Yeah. It's just a cool little... little it was like, damn, yeah. he, needs to, he needs to leg pummel his legs back. See that how that top leg's on top there? He needs to like pummel that leg in between Bandy's legs there to really... Oh, there's no sound? Why, why can we not have sound? Well, I just don't, I don't, I'm afraid it'll be too overbearing. Like if I were to turn the sound on... I'll, so just turn it down really low. Yeah, just give it a shot. Turn it down low, low. So he's like, "Is that all they can see? Is just that little bitty screen down there?" Yeah. Oh, so, so we're still here. See much of it. We're still in. Okay. So what do you think you're saying right there, Jake? Um, I think at this point I'm giving like actual like rational advice. I'm telling him biggest thing I'm, I'm explaining to him here is to is to stick stick move like. Jab, jab, move, jab, jab, move. Um, you don't like look down and be like, what are you? No, I, I was I was really excited about the leg lock, actually. Because oh, okay. he was in bottom turtle, you know. Yeah. Um, then they come back out here. And, and he starts off doing pretty well. He's doing kind of what I tell, tell him to. He's like st- sticking and moving, sticking and moving. And and his opponent here is ex- is gassed. He's extremely tired. They're on the wall. He finishes a takedown here, I believe. The gets that little ankle pick. Um, this point... This is the the the, the scene that go that kind of like we put on TikTok like we're gonna find out who you are right here, you know what I mean? We put that yeah. on reels and stuff like this is the moment where we find out who, what kind of person you're gonna be. Talk because in my mind at this point what he needs more than technical advice is like, art. Yeah, it's time to reach down and get it. You right. know, it's time to reach down and find out what you're about. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to play to what I think they need in that moment. There's a really good picture of the fence. Um, <laughs> will you do this to me? Do what? Will you do that for me? I don't know, like, just for something. Yeah. Looked like he was trying to pull him on top of him there. That's awesome. It was a good. It was a good. Honestly, he did really good though because he comes out in this third round, and it's definitely the best round for him in the fight. Like, what class is this? This is heavyweight. They're supposed to be at two hundred five. Then we moved. It's, it's technically it was a catchweight at two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but his opponent missed weight for that too. So, what was the opponent's record? They were both debuts. Okay, okay. They were both debuts. Yeah, it was both of their both of their MMA debut here. It was a good fight. It was, was good. 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 And then you know Austin had a tough opponent who was one and zero. Um, and they went to the second round. And Austin finished him in the second. So via uh, it was uh, he punched him. Punched yeah, he did mean more day and time kind of type of thing. Sorry, man. Um, yeah. So sat four is our normal live recording time. Um, no, it was a it was a guillotine on the cage. Is how he finished it. Standing. No, uh, like mounted, yeah, but the guy's back was against the wall. Okay, and he finished the guillotine there. It was good, but man. But you almost had one in the first round also. Was it? That was it. Like flyweight. Flyweight. 125. Oh, yeah. He's tiny. Yeah, he's a little guy. Okay. Little bitty guy. Hmm. Yeah, that Kimura was close. That Kimura oh, yeah. round was close. Who had it? 
Austin, Austin. Austin. And yeah. then the other guy had a triangle on the first round that was close. I'll be honest with you. I think that Kimura had the bell not rung. That might have been the Oh, yeah, fight. if there was just a little bit more time. Like he got definitely the Kimura, and as he was cranking it, the bell rang. Dang. So, and it was in there. But that triangle was really tight, too, and Austin got out of that. Yeah. So, fight again. I've got Justin Robinson or Petey. I've got him matched already. Um, What's the weight? At 205. Okay. Uh, in May, for May 21st. I've got, I don't have Austin matched yet. I'm still looking for him a match. I've got Dan matched. Um, May 21st. May 21st. Columbus, the Mississippi at the Trotter. So uh, that'll be my show, my very first. I'm going to be honest, man. Matchmaking kind of blows. That's why I should do it. <laughs> I mean, but you can't. Yeah, I can. You, you don't have the, I mean. What do you, what, what do you mean? Not yet. Like, because, but, I mean, stuff? it's just a, like compiling enough people to make a card is tough. Because, yeah. all right, let's say. If you think, like, all right, well, if you got 30 people, you got 15 fights. Now, if you got 30 people, you got four fights because you got to match people according to their weight, whether they're pro or amateur, and then also their record. Mm-hmm. So, like, just because you got two 145ers that want to fight, I mean, they can fight each other because one of them's three and two, one of them's 0 oh and 0. Oh, you know what I mean? You so, can't like, match them. Right. Legally. I mean, I wouldn't. Why not? Well, for one thing, they got to take the fight. If they're willing to fight, why I'm not? I mean, I'm not going to offer somebody a fight that I don't think is fair. I'm not going to f- offer somebody a fight that I think is bad. Even if that O and O, I mean, if it's a little bad, that's one well, thing. The O and O guy has just been training forever and just well, then that's different. Like I got an O and O guy that I'm trying to match on this one. That's a purple belt in jujitsu. I can't, I can't find anybody that'll fight him. Really? Because all the even people that have had fights are like, well, you know, we know this guy and he's got really good jujitsu and he's a purple belt and they don't want to fight him. You know? Yeah. So he's been, it's been tough to match him. Um, Dan was one of the easier ones to match because I, I just ran somebody down that I wanted that I thought would make was the fight kind of fight that I wanted and I just because he was pro I was able to just offer him enough money to take it. You know, like that's kind of right. the way that Throw worked. dollars mm-hmm. at them. Yeah. But I bet it is stressful. And then hoping nobody gets injured and pulling out right. of fights. And so as well. like right now, I've only got like six matches, five, right. six matches. So what do you do as far as like waiver and crap like that for the amateurs who fight for you? Do they have to sign a waiver that if they get broken that you're not liable? How does that work? I don't know. Really? I'll figure it out between now and the fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming I will, I will need to do that. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so too. Um, You know, the pros, their contract has that on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't really know because I don't know that I've ever, I've ever, I don't. My first couple fights, I think I signed a waiver, but I don't know that I've signed waivers on most of my fights. You might want to do that. Yeah, yeah, not a, not a terrible idea. I mean, um, they know what they're getting into. Not always the brains. Yeah, I mean, I, but I, I'm not saying I won't let you match make, but I mean, you've got to like, it's a lot less sitting in a room being like, I could have that fight, guy fight that guy, and it's just more finding these guys. Okay, it's just like calling and texting coaches all the time. You got some numbers for me? Give me a book of numbers. All right, I'll get you a book of numbers. Maybe. Make, do a three-way message on Facebook first. Introduce you since I know him already. Done, son. But nice. Yeah. So if you want to fight on May twenty-first at the Trotter, yeah, you up. call Get me. Up. You got my number. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna he be a good show. It, he puts it on the. Put it on. I hope it is. I'm yes. excited about it. I hope it's gonna be a good show because it's me. It is about making money. Like I definitely want to make money because I, if I don't make money, I can't move forward with it. If I the more money I make, the more I can do with it. Does that make I'm sense? glad you're bringing yeah. it back to Columbus. You know, yeah. Like I, I, I think it's a cool thing to have in this area mm-hmm. like you don't this area hasn't had fights in a long time it's a really cool venue it's, yeah, it's yeah, like there's spotty. not a lot going on here yeah it's like you'll have here. them for a little while and then you may not have one for six years yeah i don't like it and then uh the fighters here i mean i just think fighters deserve the fighters here deserve having a, a ground like a home team like a home right, fight because yeah. tupelo is like the closest thing we've got to having like a hometown advantage but that's not really our hometown that's an hour hour and a half away tupelo yeah yeah it's not a hometown. And a lot of times, like in this last fight, we're fighting people from Tupelo. No, it's definitely not a hometown if you're fighting their guys. Right. So, I mean, it's I, I want us to have, like, it's cool when you're able to fight at home because the more you're able to fight at home, the more you're able to build your at-home legacy. Right. Like, 
when you're a fighter, the more times you can fight in your hometown and have an opportunity for people to come see you. In Columbus, Mississippi, if you if you fight four or five times, you're like kind of like a legend here. And I mean, I'm sure well. that would really do well for this mm-hmm. business. Um, because I mean, think about it. I think it'll help in some ways. I mean, it's weird to say, but in Philadelphia, all the kids that watch Rocky growing up, right? You get the comfort of it too. I mean, you don't have to travel to fight. You're not staying in a hotel right. for a couple of days. You get to sleep in your right. own bed. I'm not having to drive an hour, right, to to, to yeah. the venue or whatever. Um, the every kids, day, the kids, man. I want to be Rocky when I grow up. I mean, I say that with Rocky. It like definitely the kids you'll, the movie. you'll definitely pick up leads from it if you do it correctly. If you like, so my intention is to to like be there and have somebody gather and leave. I chose a really them. terrible. Do what? Fighter. I chose a really terrible fighter to say that about. But Rocky, like a fake person? Yeah, like yeah. a fake movie. You wanted to train and I don't know that I'm ever going to fight on these cards because I'm from <laughs> no, 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 May, but I'm not saying I'm just saying in the past. But You've never yeah. had anyone come in here and say, I want to train because I watched you fight. I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Or people, even if I didn't have anybody on the card, just having fights in town yeah. made people want to come train. Come train. Yeah. And that way they could be a fighter one day. Right. Or so, just, even if it's just for sport. Mm-hmm. Like, not because I know everybody, I hope everybody knows that everybody's not going to make it. Yeah, most be, people are not going to make it. Are you going to try to do this on like a like a quarterly basis? I mean, if it, I, I, think, I think it's going to do well. We're going to see how the first one goes, and then maybe try to do two to three times a year. Two I think ago. you change the name to PFC personally. That way, we can be like our old school. Uh, I just think it sounds good. The bottom of my feet, guys. Now everybody knows I have really large feet. Are those wood? They look like it, don't they? <laughs> Are they? No, really. No. Well, it is very, 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 very good fake wood. They are blending with that tape right now. They are. That is amazing. I look like I'm wearing, I've got clown shoes on because it's like they're so much closer to the camera than I am. No, they're just. Let that me just big. put them back down. I'm getting self conscious. They're just that big, bro. <laughs> um, I know they're they're just that big. That's what I'm saying. Um, they're not that. They're like these are like 13, 13 yeah, okay. and a half. Not that big. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. You know what they say about big feet? Big socks. <laughs> big shoes. Oh, I was close. I was close. We 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 got our first sponsor. Uh, we have two that have agreed to. We got our first sponsor. Uh, will be Rubens and uh, Muddy Water. Do you get Sports beer? Bar. No, no, Budweiser is sponsoring us for the beer. Okay. Uh, Rubens and Muddy, Muddy Water Sports Bar, they got a stage out there we're going to do because i got to clean up yeah, and get everything out of the trotter. The cage and all has got to be broke down and out, taken out that night. Why? Because a wedding this day? They, they, you got to be out by midnight or two, you got to be out by 2 a.m. Oh, my gosh. You got you to, you as soon as the event's over, we got to be on it. Dude, most events don't even end until midnight. What do you I mean? Think, I think we got to like 2 a.m. or something. Say, that's crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, the way I'm seeing it, too, is like if the event runs a little late and we don't get out of there until 3 a.m. or whatever, what are they going to do? I don't know, but you need a good cleanup crew, dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have people helping because I mean, one of me or Sean one is going to have to like pay the fighters, pay the ring announcer, pay the different people that have like somebody's got to be there to pay everybody. Pay somebody's got to be there. I'm not paying you anything. Oh. Um, somebody's got to be there to break the cage right. down, pick up, pick stuff up. You know, get our stuff out of there, our mats out of there. What, you know, whatever we got in there, our gloves out. Like, so you're not paying me if I help you pick stuff up. Nope. I give you ten dollars. I tried. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I give you ten dollars. You miss every shot you don't take. That's one hundred percent correct. So you know, I'm living my life more and more about that every day. You know, like just I just ask for shot. stuff I want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just shooting my shot, dog. Because I've been around people that do that, and it just started astonishing me how often people just gave them what they wanted because they asked. That's yeah. how kids do it in the supermarket. Yeah, that's how I get. My, that's how I got my job. Hey, can I have this nerd rope stick? Right. Yeah, I mean, because the worst people can tell you is no, no. That's all they can do. Got a pack of airheads. All nope. they can do is say no. Nope. That's how I be. I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Doza six seven one says, "When's the fights? May twenty first at the Trotter Convention Center in Columbus, Mississippi. Columbus, Mississippi. Doza six seven one. I hope I'm saying the name right. Doza. I think I think you are. It's Dan Shapiro versus. Can you say his ne- name? Nehemiah Cruz. Let me make sure I'm saying his name right. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure how to pronunciation of his name. Where's he from? Uh, he's from Tennessee. Where about? Um, I don't know. Yeah, ne- Nehemiah Cruz. Okay. Nehemiah Cruz. I think I'm saying that right. I think you're saying it right. That's his. Uh, that's his opponent. So sounds right. Um. 
They'll be fighting at 135 pounds. Dan's first official fight at 135. Is that a move up or move down? Move down for Dan. Um, he's cut really close. So he did it 140 for one fight. And then we were supposed to fight at 135 a couple times, and both times it just hadn't played out. So body wouldn't play out. Or? No, no, the fight just didn't play out. Okay. His he he got he got he was had to, gonna be on weight. He was fine. He's one of these people that like cutting weight is super easy for him. You know, his body just mm-hmm. wants to drop. So he you know for him cutting weight is nothing. He's lean anyway. True. Yeah. He's super lean. So. Um, I'm excited for these fights. I think it's gonna be good. He says I'm saying it right. Cool. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a good a good uh good good night for sure. I guess that's him. What? It's gonna be a good night for sure. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm and quite then, excited. Uh, then we've got who else we got on the card? I got a few people that I'm. Who do I'm I know on. that's on the card? Uh, I don't know anybody. I, I have to go back to my office and look at my board, my whiteboard, okay. and make sure. Is everybody you, out of here doing MMA, or you got anybody out of here? Out of, everybody out of here right now is doing MMA. MMA. So yeah. you have boxing on the card, too? We got a couple boxing matches. Like you already have them? Yep. So get over it. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to watch them. I can close you my don't eyes. have to watch them. Just close your eyes for all, all, all three rounds. What about my boy rounds? Charles? You got my boy Charles on Charles the champ. He is a Columbus legend. He's a, he's. Let me match him with somebody. No, nah, fam. No. I don't think so, man. He's so good. Oh. <laughs> And he's really been training hard. Have you been training with him? I I've been training with him every day for the last six years. Let me come on, bro. So you're the reason he sucks so bad. I, I've I've not been training him. I've been training with him. So, so he's the reason you suck so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Do the, you well, could be the I, ring card guy. Why are you trying to say I suck so bad though? I got these hands. <laughs> Both of them. I got them. Look. You do have hands. I got you him. have physical hands. That's true. I have hands. Yeah, no, I'm not going to put him on the card. Nah. No, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, that whole situation right there, th- let me tell you the reason why I'm not a huge Charles the Champ Harris fan. And it's not because he's not a great boxer. He's not. But that's not why I'm not a fan of him. The reason I'm not Paper a fan of him is, is because uh, he's a liar. A liar. So I don't like him. He went around telling everybody he was 18-1 as a professional boxer when he had never had a professional fight before. Um, they had somehow went around and, and – done some unsanctioned fight that he he, he got Did he put in the, I guess, against somebody that didn't train or something at the fairgrounds one time. I'm oh, assuming that thing you were trying pictures. to get me to get in? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there was some pictures from what? it or something. He's just like, oh, that thing you were trying to get you me know, to get in. You know, the thing you tried to get me to fight in, you I psycho. don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. He's talking about the tough man thing. Coming yeah. That's, that hasn't no, that happened, happened yet. yet. I know. the Like that. No. Not a thing like that? No, because that has to be sanctioned. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't this know tough man was sanctioned. This dude. Anytime, anytime people are getting paid to punch each other, or anytime people are paying to watch people to punch each other, has to be sanctioned. Really? Yes. Did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> other than combat jujitsu, for whatever reason, that's but that's that's not gonna last long. So not everything. Uh, well, it's not a punch either. It's a slap. So, <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying. What the flip ever, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, he lied to me. All right, so I'm going to tell what happened. Right? He, lied, he somehow lied to the paper. And, and got the paper it printed it. That's the biggest thing that, yeah. that drives me crazy. The paper printed his record and was like, oh, yeah, he's 18-1 and one as a professional, and he just signed with Golden Boy Boxing. Yeah, and that. none of that was true. Oscar De La Hoya's thing. <laughs> yeah, like none of that was even true. Oh, my God. That was, yeah, they had an article put up on him about everything. That's you didn't, read, you didn't that ever see that? Flipping. I, of course not. I don't read the paper. I, don't I read, read that because like, he comes into the gym one night. He's like, hey, man, I'm hoping to get some sparring in. And he's got he's wearing his medal. That he allegedly won at the Olympics, at the, the Youth Olympics or no. something. He's wearing his medal, and he's got a cutout from the packet that's telling the story about him being 18-1 as a professional. And I'm like, well, bro. He's like, yeah, I usually train at Oliver's, but I want to come over. I was like, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. If you're 18-1 as a pro as a, in boxing, there's not going to be anybody here that's going to give you any work. 
I was like, I'll get in there with you and do what I can, but like I'm not on that level as a boxer. And then we gloved up and I beat the shit out of this kid. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right now. Cause I'm like trying to bring I'm trying to bring the heat. Like I'm I'm like I'm in there, I'm moving, like I'm trying to like bring my A game. So I'm working behind my jab and I'm you know, I'm trying to like not look like I suck at boxing. And the whole time it was like he was not trying to not look like he sucked at boxing. And I'm like, why is this eighteen and one pro? Let me whoop. Why is he not good at boxing? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, either I'm way better at boxing than I thought I was. Oh, man, I probably boosted your head up so or hard this first. Dude, no, I knew he was so full of it. Right off the bat. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Like, dude, I, I, especially this time, I'm not that good of a boxer. You know what I mean? Like, that, like my boxing has gotten a lot better. My boxing here? is definitely the best. Is here, here? Like, in no, this is the old building. Oh. This is on Alabama Street. Mm-hmm. So he comes in. Well, then he comes in a different night, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to let him get some work with the other guys. And he's, I'm like, uh, we like, we're like, all right, let's, let's go in and like, I'm gonna let him work with the smaller guys, like Jason and Wesson, them, right? Yeah. And so they pad up, and you're talking about like losing pro MMA record, sub, so so amateur MMA record. You know what I mean? I'm not, you're not talking world beaters, right? And they were piecing them up, <laughs> and it's just like, all right, something, something ain't right here. Something, something's not adding up. Something's not like jive. I could just tell watching him hit bags at one. I was like, yeah, you're watching his bag. Like, no, no, because <laughs> you're not an 18 and one professional. You might uh, be an amateur. You might have asked amateur that fights. Just, yeah, he didn't. He didn't even look like that really. But I mean, there's some amateurs that aren't great. He is a pro, bro. And there's some pros that aren't great. He is a pro now. He is a pro. Bro. He is a pro now. He's one and one as a pro. He actually has the same record as I do. He won a boxing match. You were there. You were there. <laughs> I was there. Right. You were there. I think I was the most hyped person in the building. Bro, was, it was, I'm <laughs> thinking about his loss. When did he lose? At, at, at the Trotter. At the Trotter. So they got, him a, against, they got him a fight against a guy who was like 1-4 and four or 0-4 oh or something that was not that good. That's the but one. But the dude just like kind of embarrassed him. Do you remember how hype? I can't remember. I believe I forgot that. I was so hyped that this dude won. I was like, I told y'all. I told y'all. Really, I was just kidding. But I was trying to boost him. That Charles Harris won? He had all the Columbus fool though, because when he came out, they, it got hype, and then I was like, "These Everybody people just don't know." They just didn't know. They just didn't know. Just didn't. Here's what I will say though: yeah, Homie but, is the master of marketing, I like of it. social media marketing for fighters. Like he was really doing everything that honestly a lot of fighters should be doing to build their their brand. He just wasn't doing any of the things you have to do to be a fighter, right? You know what I mean? Like he was doing all the things that a lot of fighters should be doing, just not doing any of the things you have to do to even be considered a fighter. Because he was posting on social media every single day. He was going and speaking to schools. He'd run down 45. He was running up and down the street and talking to people and, like, hyping himself up, telling people to buy tickets for Just wasn't training. I mean, he was running and, like, training in the backyard. But he wasn't training with, like, a real boxing coach or anything. And he didn't know, like, anything. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Apollo Creed (laughs) taught him everything. Somebody somebody did. And so, like, in his second fight, he didn't do well. And – did he retire? Yeah, he was done after that because, like, and I remember it was so funny too. All right, so this guy TKOs him in the first, and they had hired this like this hype man DJ on the mic for this fight, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna run it back. We're gonna run it back." And the boxing commission's like, "No, you can't do that. You can't." He just got knocked out. He was even trying. He was even trying to comment or get on there during one of the fights. Yeah, he was like trying to talk during yeah. the fight. Let's go, guys! We and it's like you can't, you do, can't that. do that. And so the commission had to shut that down, and then uh, the commission had to like run it shut back. him down on that on the running running the fight back. Because like the, the 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 golden boy of Columbus that wasn't even a real fighter got it, called out, and and I don't even understand why people minutes, still like him because they announced him in his first fight as being O and O. You know what I mean? So you, clearly he was lying to y'all. So would you say right now that Charles the Columbus Golden Boy Harris is more famous in Columbus than you? Overall, absolutely not. No, no, because I run ads. Everybody knows me from ads. People I don't even know know me from running ads. But what about as a fighter? No, 
Because everybody knows me. <laughs> okay. No, everybody knows me is the mega. So, okay. I mean, I don't know how you can't really you can't really distinguish my fame and rep is from fighter to anything else because it all is linked to MMA. It's, it's all linked to boxing and MMA. That so. dude had a pretty big following. He did have a big following in certain circles. Yes, he's more well known than me. What more? If, what if the commission allows you to run it back? Like after a fight, they and you can test Charles it. did not want to run that fight back. <laughs> Why don't you call him run that fight back, bro? He did, I'm telling you, <laughs> call him out for King Columbus right now. Let's he would not, bro. He sparred me too many times. He sparred me like three times. Oh really? He got busted up every time. He would not fight me. Cause he wanted to like train with me. He wanted to like learn from me. Like after he trained with us. So why didn't he keep coming? He didn't want to pay his membership dues, and I didn't really want to work with him that bad. Oh, so I was going. I'm not going to fight him over it. Right. You know? Like I don't really want to work with you because you're a liar. I don't want to lie on my team. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're a piece of crap person. Like, but he wouldn't be a liar if he became 18 and one. But he, he can't because he's not that good. Well, he he just ain't got it. He hasn't lost two yet, so it's he ain't got it. <laughs> no, he ain't got it. He could go on like a 17 fight win streak and nope. not be a liar anymore. I would bet every dime to my name that that couldn't happen. Not now, never. No. 17 fight win streak? He just doesn't have it. Like some people just don't have it. I don't have And it. a 17 fight win streak is you got to have a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to have a lot of it. You got to be special to go on a 17 fight win streak okay. in any sport, in any combat sport. Boxing is more impressive in MMA than it is boxing. But, like, you couldn't take care of him to a 17-fight win streak because the guy he lost to in his second fight would be the kind of fighter that you would feed him to get him those 17 wins to take care of him. And he couldn't even. He was an 0-4 fighter. The guy that beat him was 0-4. And And here's the thing. He wasn't a bad fighter. Like, a lot of these journeyman pros, a lot of journeyman pros in boxing and MMA both are not bad fighters. They're just not good enough to go to that next level. And so they make their living losing to really, really good fighters, but they're good enough to make it a fight. Right. And so they they make pretty good money doing that in boxing. So... Like Jim Miller. No, Jim Miller's more of a gatekeeper. It's <laughs> not the same thing. You think it's different? A gatekeeper is absolutely different. What do so, you mean by journeyman? Like, a journeyman is who you fight in boxing is for your first like 20 fights. So go back and look at Deontay Wilder's first 10 fights. I bet you of his first 10 opponents, they had a combined record of like four in a thousand. The guys he was boxing are journeyman? Yeah. Like, okay. So you got like your pros, you got your contenders, you, you got your up-and-comers, and you got your journeymen. Your guys that... They just fight. Just you kind of know. They kind of know that they're going in there to take a loss. And most of them, like Stephen Struve, no, no. <laughs> who, who are you getting? At? Nobody in the UFC would, would fall under this category because they're in the UFC. Yeah, but I mean the lifers. Come on, man. No, you can't even consider a lifer the same who's, thing. who's just no. not getting fired because he's just making good fights. No, it's not the same thing at all. Gotta be kidding. So like these are like your Josh Raspberry. The Raspberry. That's what I was gonna say. The Raspberry. Josh Raspberry would be an example of a journeyman pro. You're. Um, I thought that dude was straight garbage. No, I mean he just wasn't. He couldn't back up his. He couldn't back up his mouth. Okay, but so he, he wasn't as bad. Fan. I mean he knocked out. He, I mean he knocked out some pretty. He knocked out Justin Reeser. I mean, who was good? I mean he. When I fought him, he had me and him had basically the same record. When you fought who? Josh Raspberry. You fought that guy. I don't remember that. What's wrong with you today? I really don't remember that. You, he, you don't remember the fact that <laughs> are I you fought joking? Him. You're joking. Uh-uh. Then how did, do you even did know you who beat he him is? up really bad? I mean, I choked him out like fifty seconds. Uh-uh. I remember him. I remember him from all the other fights. Sean? Maybe. He fought Sean. I just remember him from fighting in Tuscaloosa, right? I fought him in Tuscaloosa. You fought him in Tuscaloosa. Hmm. I fought him in Tuscaloosa. And he fought Sean here. I really only remember you fighting that guy. That was in Columbus, yeah. I know. And one more guy, but it wasn't Josh Raspberry. That's crazy. Where was the fight that you remember? I mean, not West. God dang it. Who'd you just say fought him? Sean. Sean. Sean beat him up pretty bad? Sean knocked him out. Yeah. I needed the head in the verse. That was who I remember too. Yeah, I might want to pull y'all's microphone down off y'all's face just a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to hide the ugly. Like turn turn it up to you. Like that way it's not covering your face up in the in the shot. Just trying to hide the ugly, bro. Um, yeah, that's that's really weird though. I really don't remember you doing it. 
Really? That was my first fight back after. I fought Eric Anderson and Zeb Stroud, and then I took like two years off. I was not there for Eric. I took like two years off. That was in Biloxi. Who was the fight after him? The fight after him was Josh Raspberry. God dang, man. And then Bo Johnson down on the coast. Nope. And then he fought Eric. Raspberry fought Eric Anderson. And Josh Raspberry fought Eric Anderson. That was a funny fight. Yeah, because Eric landed a punch and like Raspberry flew across the cage. No way. Swear to God, like and landed on his butt and like skipped. So like Josh, Josh fought what weight class? Two hundred five. Fight now? Does he fight anymore? No, I don't believe so. No, I believe he got that out of his system. Um, but no, I mean he he won some fights. You know, he won some fights. He, I mean, he his he just he was he didn't want to cut weight. That was part of his problem. He really should have been fighting at like one fifty five, but he didn't want to eat right. He wasn't really super athletic, but he probably would have been more athletic had he cut weight. Had he got to the weight class, he at least one seventy. But like fight him fighting me at two hundred five was just stupid. Really? There was no, yeah. You were way stronger and everything. Yeah, I was way bigger than him. Way stronger. Way taller. I was taller, stronger, better like looking. It, it just was. I mean, well, he's not that good looking the guy. So oh, he was a trash talker too. He tried, talked a lot of trash. That's one reason I like fighting him because uh, he 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 helped. Like he made a good heel. You know what I mean? He was a good heel. So he did boost up your fight. Was a there little a social bit, media crap a little bit, but no. The, the big time it was social media was him and Sean. Okay, okay, yeah, that's. I got I on there and talked a lot. I don't, of trash with him I don't and Sean. remember you fighting him then. Yeah, he. We yeah. had a little bit, bit of a back and forth. With but it was a fifty second fight, you said. Yeah, so fifty four seconds or something like that. Um, it wasn't. There wasn't. We can probably pull it up, can't we? Can we pull that fight up? It, it wasn't that good of a fight, honestly. Um, it was. Is, is it on our channel? I don't know if it's on our channel or not. Uh. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a great fight. There's, there's one. There's, there's <laughs> right fight there. there. You love there's this another, fight. I think there's another one. You uh, love this fight yeah, so you, much. You just leave it at the top of your stuff. Yeah, go ahead and play it. And let's, let's fast forward it. Oh yeah, he's not in very good shape. At no, he, he should not have been fighting 205 pounds. And he's like cup checking me there. How he's tall like, is he? Like five eleven. Oh, so he's my height. Yeah, something. Like, is that how tall you are? Probably, if not six four. Right. At least five. So let's run it. So yeah, we go out. And. uh we go to touch gloves here. It doesn't last long. I don't remember exactly how long it lasts, but this is my first. I hadn't fought in like two years here. It's your welcome back fight? Yeah. Whoa, he'd be swinging for the fences. Chris he, yeah, he, threw, style. He, he, threw, he threw hard. Where's he out of? Uh, Birmingham. I think he trained at a couple different places there, and I run my little favorite little single leg off the cage here. Like a like a house in Birmingham or a real training? He, he moved there at the end. He, he trained with some real – he was at Champions there for a while. I mean, he, he did a good job here, like kind of tying my arms up to try to get a stand up. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to hold my arms where I can't do anything to stand up, but I just don't let him. I kind of go to a neon belly and sort of. Mm. And then he gives his back up here. And this is it. Just like that. Jake. I think the most embarrassing thing about the fight right here is like I had a little more trouble getting up on the cage right there than I thought I was going to do, like sitting <laughs> up on it. Because I was halfway, I was like kind of, I was kind of thinking like I shouldn't because they told us before the fight don't don't get on top of the cage. And so I like just instinctively ran up and was going to sit on it. And then I like lift myself up and I was like, oh, I probably don't need to sit on it because they told us not to. And I don't want to get fined or anything. At what point did you listen to people tell you what not to do? You know, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful to other people. You know I'm saying it's like that red light conversation we had last last time we were on. Just sometimes you just got to sit on the fence, dog. If that had been a title fight or. A like a like a high level pro fighter or a fight that I felt like I deserved to be that proud of, than I may have. So you're saying that fight wasn't worth. It. But it just it wasn't an opponent. It wasn't a fight that like I felt that deserved that kind of hype. Homie, that dude was like top three in the state of Alabama in 2015. <laughs> Come on, it was something. It was something. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a that was a kind of easy like, and he was wanting a title fight before that because he had won a few in a row. He was like on a three fight win streak before that fight. So where's the Eric Andrews video? 
Look, can we pull that up? Can we pull up Josh Raspberry versus Eric Anders? That's not going to be on our channel. You just have to pull that up on YouTube. Um, oh, Josh Raspberry. There it is. Either than the Rasp. Raspberry. Rasp. Raspberry. Rasp. Rasp. Raspberry. It's like Berry. B E R R Y. Versus Eric Anders. Now, Eric is spelled R E R Y K. Y K. Not Eric. A N D E R S. Yeah. Let's see if we can find it. Let's get it. That's it right there. That's it. Eric Anders, Josh Raspberry. Strike Hard Productions. Yep. Can we pull this up? Dude's a beast. Go, just, just play right there. No, stop skipping. Right. I want to see Josh Raspberry do his thing, man. He does. He does his thing, man. He does the thing. I hadn't right, seen this video in a long so time. This is Eric Anders. Now Eric Anders beat my ass. I'm gonna tell the truth. Oh, well, he didn't. He did. This is this is Eric. This is both of their first pro fights here. Oh, so you 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 beat up Josh after Eric did? Or no, before? no, yeah, before. This is their pro. I brought up Josh as an amateur. Oh, this is a pro fight. So now this, both of you can say, uh, I got beat up by a UFC fighter. Yep. That's dope. How good you know, is watching this video, I think Josh made them better with him than I did. Keeping distance and stuff? <laughs> oh, there Whoa! it is. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, One punch right is all it took for that's him to destroy? Right Back it up a little bit. Watch Holy how far he flies. Holy crap, dude. Watch how far he flies right here. Does he Watch hit this. that hard? Yes. yes. Jesus Christ. But, yeah. He 100% oh hits that hard. Oh, my flipping goodness. 100% he hits that hard. Yeah, every time he hit me, it looked like it felt like he was uh, dropping an anvil on my head off of a off of a stepladder. No shit, no shit, dude. He just one shot, and the homeboy just went down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, and not just went down like a sack of potatoes. He flew, went down like, like three he feet flew back. like he, a Got sack of potatoes out of a potato gun. Holy like, crap! Yeah, yeah, he hit hard. He that hard. is impressive. Most to people, me. I don't think a lot of people ever get hit with somebody by somebody who has like the gift of punching. Like there are certain people that just have the gift of like power punching. They have the ability to just hit ridiculously hard, and there's not that many of them out there. And like you have your Deontay Wilders and your you know your your these guys that just and he I would say would probably punch a lot harder, but like these guys that just connect with you and like they don't have to catch you on the button, they don't have to hit you in the right spot, oh, they hit like you anywhere. Very clean and they still yeah, flew. they just they're gonna knock you across the oh wow. Which I mean, Josh knew he was a journeyman too. You know what I mean? So the thing about journeyman pro fighters are they're gonna lay down a little bit, not easier. taking that much damage because yeah, they know what the deal is. So a lot of times, as, like as a journeyman pro, if you can make it look like a fight and you look like a little bit like a fighter, but you'll take these losses, like they'll pay you like. Anywhere from two to five thousand dollars to just take a fight, to just go up there and fight somebody. And they'll fight. The, they'll pay the other guy like four hundred bucks. I was talking about this in MMA and jiu-jitsu this morning to the guys in there. They'll pay you. They'll pay the guy that's going to win like four hundred bucks because he knows he's going to get the win. So if you know you're fighting a guy that's going to be you know, ten and zero, and you you don't have a shot, and you haven't even been training most of the time, you took the fight this week, so you're going to get a free trip to Atlantic City for the weekend, or a free trip to you know wherever Vegas or or Biloxi or you so know I should Pensacola. Do um, you, you need you need some fights first. Yeah, you would need to like do a little bit of amateur work. You need to be able to look like a fighter when you get in there. Okay, you know? I can do that. And but then you go in there and you get your butt kicked, and, and it's like, all right, they they rock you one time in the second round, and you take a knee. Okay, well, like I'm not going to get back up and just take more damage and let him break my jaw. Why would I? I don't right. get paid more if I win this fight. Nobody expects me to win this fight, and I don't really get anything if I win this fight. I'm I've already I'm already three and fifteen. Could you do this? No, I wouldn't do it because I have a legacy to keep up. Like There's too much pride. Yeah. Okay. Just, I, I want to do this. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I got too much. That, I mean, I want a gym. You know what I mean? Like, journeyman pros don't own gyms. No, no. I don't think you should. Anyway. Just traveling and fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just traveling and fighting, and like, you're not really worried about your legacy. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you own a gym, you want you're going to be one of those guys on uh, um, dang, what's it called? And for website? MMA, I, could, I don't think I could be a journeyman. That website pro. you type the name in Wikipedia. You're that guy. That's, name is in gray. You know, you can't even click it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of guy I'm going to be. <laughs> that guy. 
Well, you know, you know, he fought, he fought, uh, he fought somebody really important. But that's yeah. pretty much the it was end his of first. It. it was that guy's first fight. Yeah, that'd be dope, though. How awesome would that be? You get, you, you to, get know to say that. that you fought a lot of really big names. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool, though. Yeah, I, mean, I punched that guy several times. Maybe he crushed my face in. But yeah, I, not in that case, you didn't. I'd be more willing no. to do it in boxing than MMA. I think, but I don't think that anybody would let me do it in MMA because I, I mean, I, I think for MMA, I think I'm, I'm too good. Like it wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't be a, a, enough of a guarantee. Unless it was like somebody really good. So, like, at what point would you would you consider fighting full time again? Ever? Full time? Yeah. I don't have any interest in doing that. No. It just if I had okay, I, I'll say this, if I had like or? a million dollars in the bank mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing it for money, then I would do it. I'd fight full time. If I had a lot of money in the bank and I didn't have to worry about anything, then I'd go back to fighting full time. Yeah. Full time. Um, fighting for a living is a tough way to make a living. It's a very tough way to make a living. It's difficult. Difficult thing to do. Have you made an MMA pro debut yet? Not sanctioned, no. Not sanctioned. Which is my, was my goal by the end of last year, and then I, this knee happened, and I had to have knee surgery. I wanted to come back to fighting and go pro and just and build a pro record. Mm-hmm. And uh, So gonna I'm going to come back to boxing in June, June 11th, TCB fights. Boxing. Boxing. You know, like. Nice. And boxing. then. Where's that going to be at? It'll be in Tupelo, the nice. furniture market. Right. Um, I'm going to fight there. I'm going to box a couch. And I might. I might take one or two, a couple more boxing matches, and then hopefully beginning of next year, end you? of this year, as my leg strengthens and rehabs, okay. I'll be able to get back to MMA. Mm-hmm. And who knows, I might make my pro debut right here in C Town, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm gonna match dope. you. <laughs> well, I mean, you might have to because I could. I don't know that I'd feel comfortable matching myself. I'm gonna match you. See if Josh Raspberry wants to come out of retirement. <sighs> no. Come on, man. No. But then I'd have the same pro debut as Eric Anders. Uh, yeah, but I want to match you with somebody. See if Chuck Liddell will come out of retirement. Exactly somebody like that is who I was thinking. <laughs> Chell Sonnen? I'd fight Chell Sonnen. I'd definitely fight Chell Sonnen. Uh, or Chuck Liddell either one. Anderson Silva? For sure. Yes. Jake, Jake Paul? Probably not. Rand Paul. <laughs> yeah, I'd fight Rand Paul. <laughs> okay. I'd probably fight Jake Paul. In an MMA fight or boxing fight? MMA. I'm not watching boxing. I could care less. So. I'd probably do it. You're going to watch For the boxing. kind of money that I'm going to get paid. Here's the thing. I'm not a Jake Paul hater, though. You know, like I'm not. I don't think he's. I don't. I think he's a good fighter. What about Nate Robinson? Would you fight Nate Robinson in the MMA match? Nate, who's Nate Robinson? The guy that Jake Paul yeah. beat the first time. Oh yeah, Basketball player. Oh yeah, I would yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd for sure do better in MMA than boxing. Who would you so, not fight right now if I matched you with him? Like pretty much anybody that's a big name and a big payday. Like John that Jones. I'm gonna take. No, I'd fight John Jones. No not, not right now because of my knee. But like, what's my Francis Ngannou? Hmm. <sighs> How much am I getting paid? Uh, like four hundred bucks. No. <laughs> How much for you to take that fight? Fifty grand. Fifty grand. I'd fight that Francis Ngannou for fifty grand. Boxing or MMA? Either. Boxing, I'd rather. So okay. Because then if I get hurt, I can take a knee. What caliber somebody. person like Francis would you not want to fight for the cheap cheap? Um. Okay, so all the people we just named for the most part are old and frail. Well, I also wouldn't want to fight it for the cheap cheap. Like I was assuming that the paycheck was going to adjust to like the person I was fighting. So like for the cheap cheap, I would not fight Jake or Logan Paul. For sure, because like they, they haven't established themselves enough as a fighter yet for it to be a win-win situation for me. So I'm kind of still losing to a YouTuber, and they're good enough that they could probably beat me in a boxing match. So like I'm not going to do it. You know, it's just not enough. But if they were going to pay me a hundred million dollars, uh, yeah, I'll polish him off after the fight if he wants. Of course I would. You know what I mean for a hundred for a hundred milli. There's so bruh. many gross things that I would do for a hundred million dollars. Let's not go into them. I'm not. But, but yeah, I mean, there's literally almost nothing <laughs> that I wouldn't do. I'll pop you off after the fight's over, cuz like for a hundred mil, you kidding me? <laughs> Aside from killing myself, there's literally almost nothing I wouldn't do for a hundred right. million dollars. I wouldn't hurt my children. No, 
But like well, me and my wife were talking about this the other day. <laughs> like we were having a conversation in the gym. Would you punch your wife as hard as you could for a billion dollars? Oh God! Swear no, on right sight. The only reason. Ooh, Taylor, you looking? <laughs> the only reason that I don't know if I would is because my wife just seems really fragile. I mean, you gotta I hit her as hard as you can, right? Huh? Do you have to hit her as hard as you can? I, I, well, what I just said was how hard as you can. Oh, uh, where do you hit her? Uh, that we didn't say. I mean, in the back. Has to be in the head. In the back of the head. That killer. Why? There's a reason why shots in the back of the head are illegal in MMA. Top of the head? Maybe. I mean, yeah, I'd break my hand for 100 mil. I'll punch billion. her in the forehead, dog. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I would too, but I'm afraid I might still kill my wife if I punch her in the forehead. I mean, that's something you're just going to have to live with. I don't, you're know, a my, I don't know if I, I couldn't take my children's mother away from them for a billion dollars. I mean, you could literally buy them another one. Billion. No, that's one thing you can't <laughs> buy. You can't buy I mean, it's a technicality, here. but uh, I'm sorry to say that you can. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying I'm on the fence oh, about that. Man. I definitely, I definitely punch you for a billion oh, dollars. Oh, God. On site, Taylor <laughs> Copeland's getting this work for a billion dollars. <laughs> but I don't know that I could do it, even for a billion dollars. It's one of the few things, because we were also talking about, like, all right, would you polish, <laughs> would you give a dude a blowy for a billion? And I was like, yeah, 100%. Cold blowy, hot blowy. <laughs> you do it for $27. You do it for, you do it for, you do it for a free parking pass to the Saints game, bro. Like, you ain't even a Saints fan. Like, what you talking about? Like, you got jokes, Cat Williams, but no the hell I wouldn't. No, sir. He do it, he, no, sir. You do it for, for a sandwich from Firehouse Subs. No, sir. Do it for some Subway. No, sir. Anything <laughs> I can pay for, I'm not blowing. All right. So for Sorry. a Bugatti. How much does a Bugatti cost? Like 300000 something like that? No, nah, that's more than that, isn't it? Are they more? They're like one of the most expensive cars on the market. I like, like a big one. 300 grand. Okay, yeah. That's a lot of money. I'd have to sell the car. That's what I'm going to do. If I, it depends on how much it. I could get the, for the car. I do it. Because, like. I don't really want a Bugatti, so I wouldn't do do I wouldn't do it for a Bugatti. But if I could sell the Bugatti and keep the money, why couldn't you? It's your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I'm doing it. That's the that's uh, the yeah. You know, okay. You can buy a lot of mouthwash with with a three hundred grand. It, I'd be on the fence about it for three hundred grand, but that's you're kind of getting into the numbers that I like. I mean, where else are you just going to get three hundred grand? It's a lot of money. We like, folks. Right? It's like Grand Theft Auto. You know what I'm saying? It's just like here. it's like you go from twenty seven dollars to three hundred grand. You did something. It's just like you know what I'm saying. You see, how's it like Grand Theft Auto? Though? I'm just saying, like, cause you know when I'm poor and then all of a sudden I hit a lick and now I got all these dollars. I'm like, oh yeah, I done did some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel, I feel what you, you're well you versus where it used to be. It's really yeah. easy now, but it used to be it was really. But hard it's easy at the end of the game. Yeah, you can get a billion. Just think about in the beginning game. of the game. Did like, y'all do that at the end of Grand Theft Auto? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you play Grand Theft Auto. Play the money market. Yeah, play the money market at the yeah. end with like save all the lesser assassinations until after the game's over. Oh, yeah. First time I played it, though, I didn't do that. But then I played it through again. I've done it twice. Yeah, you can make some big bank. Yeah, you about to, you can get almost right around a billion dollars in the bank. But just hear me out, right? So you more money you ever spend on the game. You think about the beginning of GTA if, if Lester calls and he's like, um, "If you give me a blowy, I'll give you three hundred grand." And you're like, "Oh yeah, I need that money to buy some stuff." For sure, but it's not even you doing it. It's in a game, so it's, it's not even a good analogy. It's not, but like you just real life. I'm blowing Lester for three hundred grand, off top. <laughs> <laughs> I got that bread. What are you gonna say to me? Nothing. I mean, what would you say? I call you gay. And <laughs> just like if I did, it, I expect you to call me gay. I call you gay. I'm like what? Up, yeah, I know you would. If I did that, you'd call me gay, what and up, you should because I did something gay. You're rich, gay boy. <laughs> three hundred grand ain't rich. Not three hundred grand is not rich. It ain't f you money, but it's rich for the time being. You got money, but you ain't rich. For the time being, I mean, it depends on what you, you do. You got a little, you got a little cash in the bank, but you ain't rich. Richer than you were yesterday. That might be true. Hold my wallet. Hold, Hold his wallet. wallet. Trying to get a piece. Dang. Get they caught it. Got here. Huh? They caught it. Okay. Don't People sure. off camera. Yeah. Our, our production team over production there. Production team. Because they're Thanks, not over here. They're outside the cage. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. I appreciate y'all. Hey, on tight right now, right now. Hold on, before you do this, right here, okay. Next Monday. If we win two more times, you're going to meet in New Orleans. Yes or no? 
You, I can't just answer that question. I want you to answer in front of God and everybody. That way, I can hold I, you to it. I can't. He already told you he couldn't. I can't. I know, but I I'm not saying I can't go. I'm just saying I can't answer that. Like I probably can't go. I'm probably not gonna go. It'd be very slim if I could go. But I'm not saying I won't try to go. But I'm definitely not gonna agree to it right here on camera. You trash, bro. I'm sorry. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Man Up Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review and share this with somebody and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mississippi Superman Show, if you've not already. Um, that's where most of our content comes out. Also, check out the Mississippi Superman Show on YouTube. Check it out. It's fire. Peace.